on this episode of the AIE Podcast. Seeds of Renewal is almost upon us. Red alert, red alert. Through January 18th, at least. We have news from FFXIVFF. So many letters, I mean games, so (laughs) many updates. Yeah, I had to read it, too. And we're getting back into the swing of things after our long but needed break. Very much so. All that and more coming up now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 414 of the podcast celebrating you, the Alea Octa S gaming community. The die has been podcast. I am McCullough. On my lap is Hobie. Let's hope he doesn't try to be the pod pup. <laughs> to my left, downstairs, and over a little bit is Tetsumi. Uh, somewhere around here, uh, detect enemies. Yeah, that'll load up and then ping. And uh, uh, oh, no. Hi. I'm good. Hi. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for joining us. Uh-huh. All right. And two states over and a little of the south is Mucow. Greetings, guildies, and happy new gear, if you're <laughs> still getting new gear. There we go. I guess maybe, like, presents you received over the holidays could also be new gear. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and this week, well, guys, we haven't seen you since 2023, so we're playing catch-up to see what we've been doing over the break, what games we've been playing, and all of that good stuff. That was well, last year, so you know, yeah, gotta was. catch up. It was. Um, so our kid, by the way, just speaking of last year, before we go into the news and all that good stuff, they made the worst dad joke, and Tet was so proud of them. <laughs> they asked me what was for dinner, and I had showed them the menu that you know it was like on Monday. Yeah, it was Monday. It was on mm-hmm. New Year's Day. I had shown them the menu on Saturday, saying here's what the we- here's what's for the week. And they're like, so I told you, know, I'm like, oh, it's a, you know, it's chicken pot pie. Oh, I know you told me that, but it was last year. I'm like, really, <laughs> really, wow. Yep. Anyways, yep. solid. Anyway, yeah, yeah. No, that was very proud. I was um, face bombing. All right, so we're gonna go over all the good stuff in a few minutes. Um, but also, speaking of more stuff, we're gonna jump right into the news. A I E news. All right. In community news, we have your mandatory fun night scheduled for 2024, where the fun is Uh mandatory, but the attendance is not. On Sunday, today, y'all get a day off. Do your laundry. On Monday, Guild Wars 2, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Also, Star Trek Online at 10 p.m. Eastern. Tuesday, SOTOR mandatory fun night, 9 p.m. Eastern. On Wednesday, in WoW, HFO Mythic Plus Mayhem. Thursday, board game night on the first and third Thursdays of the month, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. max time. On Friday, we have ESO at 9 p.m. Eastern and Final Fantasy XIV Magical Miscellaneous Tour at 9 p.m. Eastern. Saturday is a packed day, so strap in. Lord of the Rings Online starts at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Map Night in Final Fantasy XIV starts at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. At the same time, the WoW Classic Hardcore events kick off. And New Braid in WoW Retail starts at 11 p.m. Eastern. 
And let's touch on our streaming and guild podcast news groups. Uh, we have a ton of AAE member podcasts, so we want you to know where to find them. Uh, look no further than the list below, but we'll just do it real quick. We got the Swotor Escape podcast, although they have a new game, right? No, no, that should be the that should be the oh, new Overlords yes. podcast. Sorry, yeah, new every over- time no. we we yeah every time <laughs> we're gonna update the, the the template and we forget. And so the new Overlords podcast because they talk about more than just escape podcasts, you know, yes. escaping pods and pods and escape. Um, but that's at the new overlords dot com. Um, you can see that and behind the games podcast with uh, Jeff, aka Max and Sema, which is BTG. But both of those can be found at newoverlords dot com. Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. I think the behind the games has been rolled into New Overlords as well. I will Makes update sense. the template right now while we do this. <laughs> yeah. And then we have Working Class Nerds with Marcus and Nick. Uh, it is at workingclassnerdscom.wordpress.com. Uh, below that, we've got Boards and Swords with Chris and Philip. Boardsandswords.com. We have Dr. Gameology at drgameology.com with Dr. Daniel Kaufman. The STO Fleet Action Report with Greebog and Nikitas is at YouTube and at Fleet Action Report. And then, of course, we have a podcast reborn, a Final Fantasy XIV community podcast with Brandon, a.k.a. Old Man Franks, Megan, and Ro. And I have a feeling they're going to be very busy next weekend when they wrap up what we'll be talking about later. Yes, absolutely. You can can find them at bonusroll.gg, and it is a podcast reborn. Also, that podcast is not safe for life. No. All right, nomads. Hey, guys, what's Nomads? Something maybe some of our newer members don't know. Nomads is um, kind of the collective group of these smaller games that AIE is in. Um, you know, they're ones that don't really have like as much as like an organized guild. Um, you know, they're newer games. Um, and they're not like the ones that go under our main division, but they're ones that are that are interesting new sometimes in beta sometimes in pre-release um so if you are in a game and you want to kind of get the word out there use our nomad channel um also if you're looking for a smaller game to play check out that nomad channel because there's a lot of really fun stuff going on there and aie is so much more than the big games we play it's the little stuff we do too um so now that i've given that on the server front uh, the small server front. There's groups running right now in Ark and in Rust. Rust has a fresh map this week, and Corley and Kuda have started building. On Ark, they've just wrapped up the winter event, and a few groups have started on the next bosses. They'll be continuing there for a while, looking forward to the next holiday and soon, ex- the next expanded map for Ascended. So again, that is Nomads in Discord. Check out all that they do. Absolutely. In WoW Retail, strap in lots of news. WoW Retail, patch 10.2.5, Seeds of Renewal, is coming January 16th with lots of changes. The Night Elves are building their new capital, Bel Ameth, in the World Tree Amidrasil. An alliance and Horde players both can visit, although the Horde will have a buff warning that they're being watched, especially Fire Mages. There are new Night Elf tabards, cloaks, and weapons there, as well as new Night Elf children in PCs. Worgen leader Gen Greymane is also taking his people back to their former capital, Gilneas. Uh, but it's not empty like you'd think it is, so there's going to be a little oh. bit of uh, consternation there. That okay. never happens. Nope. 
Dragon riding is coming to every zone in WoW where flying is possible. Bet at 80% dragon dragon flight speed because 100% would be ridiculous, right? There will be new dragon riding races, events with new transmog and achievements to earn. Hey, trolls. I mean, Darkspear trolls. You're getting five new hair colors and the Draenei will have a new skin tone available. Warlocks will have new customizations for their demonic tyrant and dark lair demons. New follower dungeons will allow players to practice roles and abilities without resorting to LFD. NPCs will make up the rest of the party. Holiday holidays. Love is in the air. The Lunar Festival and Noble Garden have new content, including battle pets, transmog, and a dragon riding appearance. Be warned, there are some very, very pink items coming to the transmog post in February. Very pink. Like, pink, pink. And there is a new weekly event, the Azeroth Archives, that will have solo and group content to earn a variety of goodies and reveal lore about the Dragon Isles as the expansion winds down. In AIE news, raid teams Kitty Agro and So Let's Go Skating are closing in on their Head of the Curve achievements. Guild spam incoming. Dankinia returned from break and led Newbraid to defeat eight of nine bosses in a Midrasil. Frock, our raiders have their eyes on you. And we launched a new guild event, New Mythics, on Saturday. This will be a weekly event from 8 to 10 p.m. server. It's like New Braid, but for Mythic Plus Dungeons. They ran two groups, competing four Mythics each. Thanks to Ashayo and raiders from Kitty Agro, and so let's go skating for their help in making this a success. All right. Well, we're in the uh, time-pressed area of Classic. We have Rats Classic. Uh, they are cruising through ICC with good progression to the Lich King. Remember him? Uh, mm, Ruby yes. Sanctum will open on the 11th of January, so just a few days from here. But as a 10-man team, um, we kind of expect it to be a one-and-done raid because, you know, it, it was kind of like a little add-on. They just wanted to keep us busy. So just kind of, oh, yeah, here, have some dragons to, fight, we, to chase around. We don't we don't talk about Ruby Sanctum. Hmm? Is it like, is is it it like Bruno? Bruno? Yeah. All right, then. Who knew? <laughs> Um, they are, of course, waiting patiently for ner- more news when Cata is coming out, which I still don't understand. But, you know, each I, I, some people are really excited about it. So I'm like, you know what? It's, it, sure. Exactly. Some people yeah. love it. I'm yeah. If, if, if it brings joy, it brings joy. Exactly. Yep, yep. So they are looking forward to the pre-patch with leveling boost. Maybe that's part of it. You know, mm-hmm. you Absolutely. Do all that hard leveling because um, Cata did improve the leveling, at least. Yes. Um, and transmog. Hard. Yeah, that too. Hardcore has been quiet, um, but uh, they have seen their very first level 60, someone named Hilarious, which I'm guessing <laughs> was a healer, and probably why I they managed it. to make it. Yeah, I'm sure it was slow, but they kept themselves alive, you know, because yeah. just self-heal. Yeah, True. Uh, there's been a flurry of activity in the first weeks of Season of Discovery, but seems to have slowed down a bit. Um, they are probably a couple weeks out until the next phase where the level cap goes up to 40 in the Season of Discovery. Yep. All right. And I have a bunch of real quick updates from a variety of games. In SOTOR, coming out of the holiday lull, they have until Tuesday, 1-9, to hug Wookiees and throw snowballs. Double XP, unfortunately, ended on January 4th. SUP, SUP with unlimited power, has two openings for their Wednesday night Imperial Ops team. Any role can work. Check out the uh, SOTOR channel for more uh, for recruiting information there. And in ESO news, they'll return to MFN on the 12th and the 5th Tales of Tribute 
And the fifth Tales of Tribute tournament starts on the 15th. Check out the ESO channels for more information there. And in Guild Wars 2 news, hot off the presses, literally, uh, Dungeons & More is returning this month, but it will return on the third Thursday. So mark your calendars for that and ask me along if you have any questions. And in STO news, STO goes to Red Alert from now until the 18th of January. This event is likely a placeholder as STO preps for their anniversary event. Keep your eyes open for any anniversary announcements. Fleet Action Report, an STO podcast that teaches how to play the game, live streams every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern. AIE hosts a Fleet Fun Night every Monday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Everyone's welcome to join the event, which is also live streamed. There they introduce new players to the game and or help you gain levels, run missions, TFOs, or other activity in the game. All right, got a bit of Final Fantasy fourteen news, but we're going to start with the important guild stuff first. And then some more Final Fantasy fourteen news. Yes. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, the FC house has been updated with a new look. If anyone wants to swing by and check it out, please do so. If anyone would like to do more content or use different buffs or, or anything the guild can help with, please drop Castiel Winchester a, a uh, tag in Discord and send a tell when they're in game if you see them online. Uh you maybe even craft up a set of those expensive walls for your house because those are real popular. Um, they've unlocked all the prototypes, um, so they can put anything in the workshop and any, anyone could contribute the materials for them. So just let Castiel Winchester uh, know if you want to make any of the themed housing exteriors. And of course, a patch two, uh, 6.55 launches <laughs> on January 16th, which is becoming a very, very busy day. Yes. Um, uh, they. So talking about the fan fest, which is happening actually right now and yep. started last night, they really drew out the reveal of the new class, the <laughs> Pictomancer. Oh, I see um, what you did there. That's bad. That's really bad. Oh my yeah. god, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. understand you, you have no, to. no. No, no. I understand you're a father, but that was a dad joke. Yeah. Yes. I but but you had to. I mean, it's yeah. that class is that class is like dad joke central. You're going to be in dungeons saying, "Oh, sorry guys, sorry for drawing out that boss fight." Oh, you're mm-hmm. you're it's, practicing it's, your lines already. Got yeah, it. yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's a it's a super colorful class. It looked like it just rainbow colors everywhere. They have a giant paintbrush as a weapon and a um the little not not the canvas, the little the little dealy with all the easel paint or, on uh, easel yeah. or a palette easel. color palette. palette. Yeah, yeah. And so that's the person that likes makeup. Yep. Yep. So there you go. There you, that that's that's your your big thing. It's it's really like it is surprisingly colorful. Like like it, compared to everything else like when Sage came out we were like, "Oh no, it's it's pew pew lasers. Ah, it's so out of theme." Well, here's Pictomancer <laughs> with their This is this is Splatoon meets Final Fantasy 14. You thought Fall Guys you thought Fall Guys was a, a bit over the top for Final Fantasy fourteen. This is this is literally Splatoon meets Final Fantasy yeah. fourteen. All of those colors they just put into the game for for Fall Guys, they're going to use those in the right. Class. That's yeah, hundred percent. They're like, yep, yep. ooh. <laughs> and to go along with that new class, we have Cat Moms. I mean, uh, female Hrothgar. Strong. Um, they're strong. Yes. Oh yeah, there are some. Buff. Like they're gonna give the uh, the the rose, the female rose, the fem rose, a real run for their money. Yeah, because who? I, I want to see. I want to see the female Hrothgar monk. Just you know, because yes. they move beautifully, kicking and punching everything. Like they're yeah. just gonna be 
stuff's going to go just flying everywhere after they get punched and kicked. Yep. But yeah, that's that's the long awaited. It's it is supposedly the last race to be added. <laughs> but but Yoshi never P was like never. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I guess if you guys bug me enough, which he basically just opened up the flood. Right. Door, yeah, you know? exactly. It's like, it's like, yeah, they're going to bug you now. So, uh, so, uh, you know, uh, but, you know, hey, he maybe he likes the attention. But, uh, yeah, look forward to that new new uh, race coming in. But he, did, he didn't like the attention enough to wear the new uh, Pictomancer uh, outfit no. on, on stage like he normally does. So he's like, no one wants yeah. to see a 50-year-old midriff and all of the internet chat immediately disagreed. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That was, Blame that was Mr. Funny. Happy. We're fairly certain it was his stream that caused it. I'm sure, I'm sure, but uh, but yeah, and he very quickly said, "No, stop." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, our old friend Kryle um, finally Yay! gets to draw on her studies to help in the new job, um, so she'll be a pictomancer um, and actually get to join the battle for once because she's kind of been a sideline healer this whole time. Yeah. Um. So so yeah. Uh, we also noticed that Cyberpunk uh, Final Fantasy XIV has been confirmed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's some there's some new zones that they did not give us any details about, and just said, "Here, look." And we okay, went. Okay, we're not telling Ooh, you anything. Final Fantasy XIV, Cyberpunk, got mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yep. And then they went to show us uh, the, one of the new raid areas, which looked like the inside of your PC and a uh, your video card mm-hmm. with fans and everything. Yep. So it it just it looks like it looks like cyberpunk. It looks like like uh the neon city from from uh a game that you'll be, you're playing. Yep. Oh, you already finished it. Yeah, the from from uh, Starfield. Um, neon. It's yes, it looks a lot like dead neon. set. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it's I'm looking forward to see them explain that. They would not explain it for us. They just said, "Here you go." In fact, we took a bunch of stuff off. Here's just the background. Yeah. And it's like yeah, well, well, yeah. Don't do that. Give us more. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, and. He kind of flirted with the idea. Oh, it kind of reminds me of Garlemald. Oh, it's yeah. like okay, okay, dude. But, uh, yes, yep. and I've already seen the um, the Essian memes. Like mm-hmm. this is this is the first iteration of what uh, what he wanted before it failed miserably. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, like maybe some kind of you know secret splinter Helmet's group up. that went yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and just pr- progressed on its own. Because yeah. he told us there's some stuff we haven't seen yet that he was well aware of. Yeah. So, as we mentioned earlier, uh, January 16th is when the breadcrumbs for 7.0 will start in the 6.55 patch. So, please look forward to that. And they no also announced date? no release date yeah. yet, but they no said exactly. early summer, he, right? Well, he said summer. He said it won't be late summer, but he said summer. Yeah. And they're trying to get it as early as. As Early possible, in they're summer just having, as possible, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's like he said. You remember the last time it was in June? So you know, when I say summer, I mean summer. Yeah. So it no, looks like this not, is gonna... not September twentieth. No. no, no, they don't want to no, repeat no, what he's... happened with the last one. So well, it was kind of funny. He even kind of poked fun at his own company. He says it's not it's not Square Enix summer. It's Final Fantasy fourteen <laughs> nice. summer. Right. Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, that was that was pretty uh, some fun ribbing. Uh, speaking of fun ribbing, uh, the Squirrel Master limited job was named, or or maybe that was Beastmaster, but Beast Master. I'm pretty sure it's pretty <laughs> much. A, you know, I'm pretty sure it's Squirrel Master because that was one of the things they added on the because uh, they finally gave us the final version of the trailer, and one of the very obvious things that was bouncing around in that trailer was a squirrel. Yep. So with that kind of gave me the with a peanut, you know, and uh, but uh, 
Yeah, that's that's it's interesting. It's it's a limited job, much like Blue Mage. So and they'll be able um, to group together and do content. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they're both limited jobs, so yep. it's going to be chaos of just weird Blue Mage spells going off and just beasts running all over the place, squirrels going all over the place. You know. Yep. Squirrel master. But uh, but yeah, um, it was it was interesting. Um, lots to unpack, I'm sure. Um, they're, they're, it's going on now, so I'm sure they've they're revealing even more stuff. But yeah, um, the thing that yeah, really uh, caught my eye, and uh, sorry for the the pun, but was the two die system. Mm-hmm. After what we saw come out of Sotor with their um, what's what's in the the seven dot four patch with their uh, both matte and shiny metallic dyes that look amazing. They and the mm-hmm. lighting updates, like they really kicked it up on that engine a lot with with that. They've got a lot of new detail now. So instead of just you know, a black paint job that's that's just black. Now it's like, well, do you want the matte black paint or do you want the shiny black paint? And uh, mm-hmm. it looks really good. But the two-dye system is you can dye the armor and then you can dye the clothing underneath a separate color. So they showed, um, they showed a metallic, a silver metallic that ch- got changed to a gold metallic. And the blue undertone went to, or blue clothing went to a red clothing. So it looked very Alexander. Um, and then they showed leather where they dyed the leather a different color and uh, changed the shirt that was underneath as well. So, yeah, the way you can kind of figure it out is if you look at a, a piece of armor and it has at least two different types of, of cloth or, or whatever material. Yeah. That's how they're going to differentiate it. So, so like you said, if it's, if it's going to be metal armor, the metal armor is one and then the cloth or leather that accompanies will be the second channel. Same thing yep. for <clears throat> le- leather, where there's cloth cloth is going to be, I guess maybe it's like the difference between thick cloths and like, you know, like frilly cloth or something. I yeah. don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll add some leather accent pieces, but yeah, like essentially it's, it's typically not the same material is split. Right. The same material stays one color, the different material goes another. And you said that, and this is kind of interesting, that it sounds like there's technically three dike channels. It's just you can't touch the third one. Yet. Uh, one of the, yeah. <laughs> they didn't say yet, yeah. but everyone's saying yeah. yet. Yeah, because he had said, like, he showed the the old world jacket or, or vest mm-hmm. as a panel right here that can't be dyed. It stays the same color, but the leather above it does and the cloth behind it does. So there's a third yeah. channel. It's right. just the third channel isn't touchable by us yet. Yeah. So uh, I feel like that's, you know, that that's, that's the seeds for something in the future. Yeah. And then but this is all being enabled by the new engine. Right. And then they showed the, the race we works and um, the darker skin tones now really pop with the makeup where before it just blended into the dark skin tones. Now you can yeah. see highlights and shadows and, accents so much better on them i mean it's just it's incredible they completely reworked the local shadowing like yes the Mm -hmm. character can receive shadow from exterior lights but now it can shadow itself so when you have a piece of hair here you can see the shadow underneath hitting your forehead right um like like the their nose has actual shadow that's the biggest thing that makes it look them look the most realistic right 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 if you look now, it looks like they're, they're constantly shining a flashlight in their face because yeah. they, the, their face never shadows itself. But right. now the new engine, it can. So like it, it looks so much more natural. 
Yeah. Yeah. And the biggest thing I noticed too, is it just, I guess the new engine now supports noses essentially. Cause if you look at like <laughs> yeah. the biggest difference in all the characters is like, they have some kind of a giant bulbous nose or a rock for a nose or just like, it was always like the nose tech was just not there. Yeah. Not enough polygons. And now it's polygoned up the, um, yep. uh, what's his name? NaNoWriMo, uh, NaNoWriMo. Wow. Really? Huh? <laughs> the bodyguard. What? That's a whole different thing, honey. No, I know. Uh, Rabon? Yes, Rabon's face <laughs> they showed looked really mm-hmm. good. Um, oh yeah, the, yeah. That's that's the thing. Like the 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 Highlander um, heroes don't just look like they got smacked with the ugly stick. Like right. there's actual detail to them, and 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 the the male rose no longer look like they just have a boulder for a face. Yeah. Like they actually look like a person now. Yeah, and I I cannot wait to see the admiral. Uh, oh yes, she's gonna uh, look. So the people good. were the the simping was already happening. It was yeah. kind of funny. Uh, but uh, but and the other thing, um, with the uh, oh geez, it it just went out went out the. Uh, never mind. I'll 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 come back to that later. It'll, come down, you'll get it. We'll figure it yeah, out in an but, update. <laughs> oh oh, no, it came back. Um, so the the one race that I could just never really do a little race gender class was the male Alra. They just right. always looked so bad. Yeah. And they finally fixed them. Like they they don't look like they're just constantly like angry at the entire world no matter <laughs> what they were doing. It's just they they have a bit more personality now. So it's it's actually like, you know, they're I, I feel like I won't mind seeing them anymore. Yeah. And the the female Alra that he commented because they have this dead eye look. He's like, "You can get that back if you if you really like it. We don't want to take that away from you. You just have to go and play around with the details." But they showed the uh, the new version, and they don't have the soulless eyes like the yeah. current one. There's just no, there's no soul there. Well, and the same thing for the Lollafels, honestly. Like yes. they, they are no longer, they no longer look like soulless, lifeless, weird little dolls running around. They yeah. actually look like they might be alive. Yep, maybe, maybe, still evil, but alive. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> always evil. But uh, but yeah, and, and you know, of course, we have a new ultimate coming, which you know, it's. The, the new weapons will look interesting and, you know, the new design and they're revisiting some stuff with our, fa- with our friends over on, uh, the, the first. The first. Yep. Yeah. So that'll, and, be, uh, that'll be fun to see. What's her name? Aha. Uh-huh. I can't remember her name. Okay. Oh, and now that you've said that, I can't remember it. You, you, you knew pushed it out of my head. That. I did. I was about to say it. And then you pushed it out. Um, pushed it right. Gaia. Gaia. Yes. There it is. Yep. Uh, yep, yep. Rin and Gaia will be doing something with us for some reason. So we'll see. But yeah, lots, lots there. Lots of fun. Very, I, I was struck with just how polite the Japanese audience was. Oh yeah. Like, uh, I was like, like are they, was, are they actually cheering or responding to him? You couldn't hear it compared to no, an American. No, no, they, well, they don't. That's just it. Is when he would say, Hey, who, who's going to do this? And instead of like, you know, the American response is, yeah, right. But no, the, the right, right. The, because Americans want to hear. Yeah, we want to get be heard on camera. But then you know the Japanese response is, yeah, and or maybe a, or maybe a really polite, like like you heard polite clapping and hands up. That's it for everything, and and the rare it was like you could tell when you heard gasps or actual noise that the crowd was really excited. Yes, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, like like every now and then they their their politeness would escape them, and you know they would get a little excited, but it, and and. Th- that was in a giant stadium too. Like you, you know, they it's, had the it's potential. It's in their baseball stadium. Being, That's the yeah, wow. Tokyo Dome. Tokyo Dome. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they could have been loud with the amount of people they had, but they were not. They were polite. And it was yes. it was a striking difference. So but uh but yeah, it, you know, it was an interesting time. We have a lot to to do in the future with the guild. Awesome. All right. So one last bit of news. Uh Lord of the Rings online. Update 38.2 plan is planned to release for January 10th. Gosh, it's got January's busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this comes the Ill Omen Squirmish event that will run from January 11th through January 31st. New pets, jackal, snake, and crab. The wrapper rewards are level uh two uh 20 um dash 148 assortment of crafting mats plus two universal solvents and for level 149 and 150 two luck stones two universal solvents seafarer's primary essence and cloak conflict if you need help with the ill omen skirmish event mail long is sure that he can um that a kin member will be more than happy to have an excuse to run some more skirmishes also with this update are a bunch of fixes that could not get into game before the holiday break and Speaking of the holiday break, let's get to what we've been doing over that break. Yeah. Ted? Uh, oh, yeah. uh, just just one more thing on Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. If people are wondering why it's the 16th and not the 9th, he said basically because they're going to wrap up FanFest, go home, sleep for a week, and then launch the game. Which, that's a yep. great idea. I mean, idea. that's fair, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, also, Japan is getting a totally new set of servers. They're completely yep. upgrading the Japanese uh, data center. So look, f- please look forward to that. Yes. Yep. All right. In game news, what have I been doing? What uh, have you been doing? All the, all the things. I ask this all the, what are you, what are you doing? I know. Uh, <laughs> mainly sitting in front of my computer, looking like a bump on the log. Mainly. Mainly. Uh, no, I did a lot of house stuff too. So uh, yep. I had finished Baldur's Gate three before we, before we ended podcast last year. Um, I have not done a Dark Urge playthrough that's on my list, but I wanted to take a break from Baldur's Gate 3 and get into Starfield. Um, it was interesting. It was, it was decent Bethesda game. I should have played Starfield before Baldur's Gate 3. (laughs) And I am so glad that I did not wait to play Starfield until after cyberpunk 2077 which is what i'm currently playing through because there is so much potential with starfield and they have a roadmap or a what a 2024 look ahead that they promise some updates with actually enabling add-ons and things like that my hope is people are still engaged in the game and haven't checked out uh because they they need to they need to cyberpunk it that that's, that's they do. The, they need to just they need just need to follow their game plan to the T yeah. and just do that to Starfield. Yeah, exactly. Because I had a lot of fun in in Starfield. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. I had a lot of yeah, fun building building it. ships, making an outpost, doing the exploring. Um, but only you know, again, coming off Baldur's Gate three with all the uh, companion interactions and mm-hmm. relationships, it was. Um, you're left wanting. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. And then you go into cyberpunk and whoo, that's a whole nother game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but those are the, those are the three games uh, I, I've been focusing on. 
Um, cyberpunk, I've just been taking it slow and trying to explore. Um, by the way, McCullough will never allow me and shouldn't either. I'm, I'm holding her to this should not allow me to get a motorcycle because after getting a motorcycle in cyberpunk, that is the only thing I want to drive. And I completely understand now why motorcyclists completely ignore everything else on the road and are so dangerous. (laughs) <laughs> have you have you left off of it akimbo with guns blazing yet? Oh yes. Oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> I've done the slide in where you dump the bike and come out with mm-hmm. the, Oh yeah, no the whole Yeah, the that, whole, yeah, that's 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 all added on. Like that was not part of the original game, no. so. And and again, I'm really really grateful that I waited until um I almost said Wings of Liberty, Phantom Liberty. <laughs> uh <laughs> to go into the game because now it's a much, I started it when it first came out and it was hard to do stuff. And now I was doing stuff at levels that I couldn't even think of doing stuff before, mm-hmm. like hacking and accessing oh, stuff. Yeah, they, so the, they moved all that. They improved up. it yes. so much better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's so much fun because like you can hack the monitors for the cameras and then you can use your cyberware through that on enemies that you can see in the camera. So you don't even have to be in the room with the enemy. You can hack the enemy through the camera into the room they're in, which save nice. literally be, you can literally be sitting across the street, having a, a tea. Yes. Look over at the camera, hack the camera, bounce around in the building, wipe everyone out and then continue sipping your tea. And yeah. no one knows what's going on. Yeah. I, um, I did one mission, uh, completely stealth, where we had to sneak in and rescue a nomad leader that had gotten captured by another tribe of of nomads, and I managed to do it. Complete stealth mission. I didn't even use hacking other than as distractions to get people to to look away. Um, yeah, game is really really solid and a lot of fun. And half the time, I'll just hop on the bike without anything to specific I want to do and just drive around. And, uh, Which is why why you've said that you should probably never get a real bike. In your, oh, 100%. Your life. Should no. never. No, 100, 100%. No, but I will say, once you dig deeper into the Nomads, there there is a car you can get from them that is the my favorite car in that entire game. Is it Pan so, Ams or like Pan Ams? I don't I don't remember who it is, but it's 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 one of the rewards for something you do with them. Okay. And you get you get this really tough, very, very obviously a nomad car that can handle a little bit of off-roading, but it's a it's a speed demon. Okay. And it is just so tight and fast that it's just like I, I've tried other cars and just I go back to that one constantly. <laughs> nice. Even even with the, like the motorcycles are great, but they just they they can be a little flimsy. This thing can take a beating and still be fast. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I'm doing the um I'm playing a female uh female nomad V. And um, having a lot of a lot of fun with that. So um, that's my gaming stuff. In in awesome. real life, we've been doing some massive cleanup and reorganization mm-hmm. of the house, specifically clothing and stuff like that. Going through that, reorganizing our closet so we actually have room for stuff. And then the next project is the bedroom where we've got overflow from moving my mom out of her house that we're going to pack up and get into storage properly instead of in cardboard boxes in our our yep. bedroom. And then uh, take down the entertainment center that's there and make more room in the closet yeah. to put more shelves in there. <laughs> or figure out how to use it for the best. Because the thing is, 
our entertainment center was for a TV. We don't have a TV in our bedroom. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's for storage, so we need to figure out how to, you know, best put it together them? for storage, you know, to display stuff or take it down and, yeah. So we're going to figure all that out, but yep. that's what I have been up to. Mew, what have you been up to? Yeah. Oh, quite a bit. Um, let's see. I believe our last uh, podcast was before I went to the Lighthouse trip, right? I think it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe so. So yeah, early, well, not you know, kind of early-ish December, uh, we uh, the entire family went down to South Florida. That's where I'm actually from, technically. Um, and uh, my uncle is retired uh, Coast Guard, and uh, they allow the Coast Guard to rent the uh, bungalows next to the lighthouse because the lighthouse is now automated. Um, they no longer need people to lug the oil up to the top constantly to keep yeah. the lighthouse burning. So. So yeah, they have these really nice little bungalows sitting on the beach, and and it is like on the beach, the you know the Atlantic uh, side beach for Florida, um, and there are several of them. So pretty much all of our family, um, which most of my family lives in Florida in one place or another, but we were able to all be together for a few days and just take in the fact that we're on a beach, <laughs> and you know, um, so I have you know dozens of pictures of a lighthouse in my phone. Um, but that's pretty normal because we've done this a few other times in the past, but it's been a while. Like we haven't seen anybody since before pan- pandemic. So it was kind of one of those things that just kind of had to be done. Yeah. But, uh, but we also explored a bit of, of South Florida, went to the, there, you know, they had a children's museum down in Fort Lauderdale, um, that, the, that we had a hard time pulling someone away. Um, I'm certain. Yep. Um, and we also got to visit one of our favorite, uh, Japanese gardens, um, uh, up, uh, in the South Florida, the, the Murakami. Um, it, it's a place that, you know, we've, we used to live in South Florida for a brief amount of time. Didn't work out cause it just wasn't for us, but we, we, you know, we definitely missed that, uh, that Japanese garden, but uh, yeah, that was nice to, to, you know, catch up with everyone, see what everyone's up to and then head on back home. And uh, just as we were getting settled in and enjoying Christmas and whatnot, um, right after that, I went on a trip to Disney World um, to to hang out with uh, my sister's family that uh, decided that they wanted – my niece, her birthday is actually tomorrow. Um, she turns 15, so kind of a big deal. Um, and uh, so we did the, a quick Disney trip. Um, you know, we, we couldn't do the full thing. I wanted to take the whole family. But you know that things just didn't line up right. Um, if it was if this was like two weeks from now, it would have been perfect. But you know, birthday happens on on when the birthday happens. So. Exactly. At that but, age, uh, sometimes it's kind of harder to say, "Hey, we're going to reschedule stuff." Yeah, exactly. Um, so so yeah, wasn't able to do that. But but you know, I got to see them for a few days. Um, they're doing like the the full gamut of things. So they they did Universal today. I think they're doing Animal Kingdom tomorrow. Like they're doing everything. But I got to see. I got to do uh, Magic Kingdom and Epcot. And uh, you know, uh, I've not talked about it too much, but I actually used to work at Epcot a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah long time ago for about four years off and on um, back um, ending on in, in the year 2000 is when I worked at Epcot. So it was kind of, kind of an interesting nostalgia trip to go back to Epcot now and see, you know, what's the same and what's not. <laughs> that, yeah. Disney, they, they constantly have to reinvent stuff because if it's the same park, then people will stop coming. Cause it's right, just, right. you know, nostalgia only does so much, you know? Yep. So they got to give you new things. 
But uh, of course, where I used to work was the giant ball, um, also known as Spaceship Earth, mm-hmm. and it's it's still there. The beginning is still the same because it's you know it's it's about the history of communication and well the history of communication. Yeah, history does, does, yeah, history doesn't change. So what they change is they change more of the modern stuff. They they uh, the the end is what they refresh. So it was interesting to see what new stuff they added. Uh, they 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 used to have a whole section that basically looked like the Jetsons, mm-hmm. and it had it, it was like talking about oh. In the future, we're going to have video phones and and talk to each other, and it's like, uh, yeah, they they probably need to get rid of that because uh, we're carrying that in our pocket. I, now. I was say, yeah, um, <laughs> one second, let me Facetime someone and show them this. Yes, yeah, yeah. Look at look how quaint this is, you know, this is right. that kind of thing. But no, it's interesting. They replaced that and they put um Steve Wozniak in his uh his garage instead. Oh. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Okay. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, it was uh yeah, and as Mailong says, I was working there at the same time that his wife worked at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I was one of the guinea pigs for Animal Kingdom actually because it was op- still opening. Um, and uh, a fun fact: Disney uses their employees as guinea pigs because if they die, they have insurance. <laughs> so that was always fun. But yeah, they would send us through the park, and then we would pretend to be guests and whatnot, and try out all the really good um rides. Um. Um, like the the dinosaur ride that uh, was actually a jeep that had hydraulics and would keep throwing itself off the the tracks. But anyway, um, <laughs> it, it was just it was it was just a it was fun to not only you know, hang out with the family, but also to see you know stuff I'm familiar with and the the stuff they're changing. It's it's just it's it's trip to watch all that ha- happen, you know, and you know, get to share it with the family and say, oh yeah, I, I remember that, and then this thing over here, remember that, you know, be kind of a tour guide, but. Yeah, no, and, and can, uh, Tat and I have actually enjoyed the uh, Mew, the Mew uh, tour of Disneyland. So mm-hmm. I'm sure even Disney World will be even more interesting given, uh, given that history. Yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, it's like I said, I can say, oh, I remember this, and I remember that. the The craziest thing I did on the trip, however, I rode the new Tron ride. <laughs> oh, that was a trip. I I was gonna lose my lunch. <laughs> they, that that ride is intense enough. There is a recovery center at the end. Oh my oh, god! Wow. <laughs> so, like they're they're expecting it, but the, uh, to to give everyone an idea, in Tron they have light bikes, yep. right? Uh, and you get to ride on the light bikes for this ride, and it's the full stance. Like you are you are in a light bike. You pull pull the handlebars, and the thing presses on your back where your disc is, and you take off like it's an immediate takeoff. It's it's one of those, you know, zero to 60 immediately kind of rides. And instead of on the usual Disney where it's like on a track or something. No, this is on like a roller coaster style giant pipe with the little things like, looping all over the place. It does not go upside down. I, I swore it did, but I was just overwhelmed by everything going on. But but that was that was crazy. Like just the, the speed and the banks and the turns and like like I was I was doing I was doing some real major stomach exercises to keep everything down because <laughs> of, of of how how intense it was. But I made it. I managed to stagger my way out of there. Um, but uh, yeah, that was that was probably the most intense part of that trip. I bet. I bet. Uh, I was I was happy to get on the people mover afterwards because that yeah. was a nice relaxing ride. Yeah. Very <laughs> slow and relaxed. Mm-hmm. And and we also rode the Ariel ride twice. because uh, a fun fact, Ariel is my favorite uh, Disney princess. So you know, we did that ride um last year when we were there. Um we had a beautiful family day. It was just us, um, Ryan, their girlfriend. 
and we did the that same ride. It, just, it was just lovely and relaxing, yeah. and it's just it's, it's it's a fun ride, and you know it's it's fun to see the different versions of Ariel that are, they have and the, the different tech they've used over the years to mm-hmm. to, to animate her. It's it's kind of cool, but uh, but yeah, just you know had a nice relaxing time. It's uh, you know, and and we stayed at the um, the Saratoga Springs Resort. In the yeah. section a section called the treehouse, so we were in treehouses. Um, I was amazed because if you know, most of Florida is swamp. Essentially, right. it's 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 Everglades. They figured out how to use it. Um, they created these treehouses that are just they have a, a a small base with a big old concrete thing, and then they have the house, and then it has stilts. So it was Baba Yaga houses essentially. Yep. Nice. So um, Mrs. Mew was very pleased to hear that, and and yeah. and wants to say that herself, but. Uh, but yeah, like they they figured it out. Um, uh, they they can fully use all the land they have by just sticking some tree houses and calling it a day. And they're considered luxury luxury yeah, houses. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, but yeah, that's enough out of me. Um, let's see what mccall has been up to. Well, it was holidays. Um, so which meant I think six kinds of marshmallows, five kinds of fudges, uh, two big batches of caramels. A lot of baking, a lot, a lot of baking. Um, unfortunately, also a lot of working. So I take, um, I take off of work the week before Christmas, which I take, um, off for our big Yule party, and then I take the week of Christmas off. Well, I couldn't work during the week leading into Yule because I was just baking every day, and you know I was busy running around. But that meant that after that first week. Things calmed down a little for me, and I had to do some Christmas stuff, but not all Christmas stuff. So, um, yeah, I worked on vacation. Um, but <laughs> at such is life right now. Um, we had our our big Yule party. It was great. Um, because we've taken steps to kind of pare things down a little. We now kind of have smaller gatherings, even though this one is like the biggest one. Um, it went from like seventy to like maybe 45 people so way more manageable way more manageable um and which meant you know to have more time to spend with people um and we did something that was kind of a quality in life improvement um is we actually got disposable dishes which we don't do for this party so ted could actually enjoy himself Because otherwise, Tet is behind the sink just cleaning the entire time because that's, you know, he knows that that's where everyone can find him. Um, uh, but that was great. Um, it was hilarious, though, because I went outside to say hi to, you know, the kids, which was, you know, our kiddo, their girlfriend, their best friend, and all the younglings, um, which are now some of them in college. Um, so, you know, ranging from, like, our oldest, which would be Rise girlfriend who's 23 to i think what 16 or 17 yeah um so i walk out and they're all talking baldur's gate 3 like okay <laughs> wow i feel like i just logged into D or star wars or call of Duty or any given video rpg i'm playing oh that's so the other thing we did and... we forgot oh, yeah. we played yeah we did play yeah, Good. yeah i died um and then <laughs> And then, so I walk inside, and they're talking Baldur's Gate. I'm like, I feel like I'm logging into game, people. Uh, but no, that was that was kind of one of the funnier things that happened at Yule, which is good because sometimes Yule breaks into Horde versus Alliance. So mm. you know, um, <laughs> that's what happens when you have nerds. Um, 
Yeah, no, this, this time it took, uh, it, it turned into uh, which, which companion. Or you're romancing. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, did a lot of hiking, of course. I, besides one day where it was raining and I went to the gym, I hiked every day during break. Um, that also applies to life if I can. Um, I did go an entire week. So that week leading into Yule, I had no games that week. Mm. It was one of those weeks where, Everything got canceled, um, which is fine because some weeks I have like six games, so that's good. Um, and we had a one of the smaller things we did is our in-person D&D group. We had a uh, secret Krampus. So we did secret, basically secret Santa, but you drew for your char- your your the player's character or class. Okay. I was wondering, you like secret Krampus, like do you take turns pulling each other's underwear up or something? Right. Like, no, how, no, no, how does no, that no. work? <laughs> yeah, no, it was just it was it was it was uh our gift exchange, but it was D D themed. And then I did like a okay. a pub menu. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Um we resumed Christmas Eve sushi um mm. with some with some furt folks. Uh so Alaka is Ozarin, uh Ben Nevermore, um their friends Casey and Dwayne. Um so kind of AIE and AIE adjacent, friends of AIE. Um, so that was great because, you know, we, we've not done Christmas Eve sushi in a while with the group. So it was amazing. Um, and then I know Ted posted some pictures, but we did a big Christmas Eve tea. So the kids were home and we had his mom over and just, so I did a lot of baking and cooking, which, you know, I love for the holidays. Um, we did get some gaming in, uh, one thing that we did that Ted alluded to is, uh, we did, we did roll some dice. Uh, we did a, one shot in our Call of Cthulhu, which ended up being a two shot because we can never do a one shot with this group. We talk yeah. too much. We talk too much. We go on fun tangents. Uh, Talia t- makes too many smart aleck remarks. Um, <laughs> but um, it was a story that took place in 1873. We were, um, and our DM, our keeper, a lot of times he'll write his own stories. Um, but we played four people that were in, that received an invitation to this manor house. Were ten years before the entire everyone disappeared during a holiday party, and we had to solve the mystery of what happened. Um, biggest mystery being who who invited us. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, so basically, the story boiled down to generations ago, the man who owned the manor house, his grandfather had made a deal with an entity that they would always be prosperous. But they had to do a ritual every 10 years. Mm. And the price that needed to be paid for the prosperity every 10 years got higher and higher. Mm. Um, and so we kind of went through the manor seeing kind of images and ghosts of things that happened. And we had to kind of piece it all together and figure out how. And then we found the, the ritual. Um, and we found out that the last 10 years, the ritual was they had to kill their child. And the ritual went wrong. Um, because the brother couldn't kill the sister. Right. Um, so then we had to do a ritual to uh, basically what we ended up doing is we could choose to do the ritual to keep the prosperity going or we could do a ritual to trap it. Um, and we chose the trapping method, um, which meant putting it into a body and killing that person. Oh, fun. <laughs> yeah, we sacrificed but, yeah. the character. Yeah, yeah, I was sacrificed. Uh, but it was a really good time. Um, besides the whole death part, um, 
it was you know, it was kind of, it was kind of fun, but also you know the the challenge of here you're playing a character that you just met, um, that you don't have a long time to kind of bond with, but also when you're doing that, it's like oh, you know. Where if you're playing beyond just, you know, playing a regular character, okay, you're going to try to find a way out of this. Like, okay, this sounds like it actually is the only way out of this. And it ended up being that was the only way to actually do it. Because otherwise, um, we would have had to have fought a outer plane deity. Oh, would have died and probably releasing it. So, you know. Yeah. Those are the, ma- the main ones. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, sacrifice one person. It's fine. Those kind of the main, the, our main holiday one shot that we did. What else did we do? Anything else, babe? Um, we got to play a little bit of our D and D game, and we did yeah. our we did our Krampus exchange. That was fun. Yep, yep, we did that. Yep. Um, that? Trying to think geek stuff that we did over the holidays. No, we're gonna do um, zoo lights tomorrow or Tuesday night. Yep, zoo, zoo lights, which is kind of the end. So even though, um. Sunday or yesterday, not Sunday. Yesterday was Epiphany, which is the uh, fun fact. I'm superstitious, and if I don't have everything down by uh, the last day of Christmas, I get really anxious. Um, but because my week, my work week was busy last week, um, we didn't get a chance to start that until Friday afternoon. Yeah, but we got everything down, everything. Yep, mm-hmm. so, and much more I, organized. So next year when we put yep. it back up, it'll be fine. Yep. In fact, technically, we got it all down. I think by sunset, wow. so before twelve night. And here I am, just now starting to put stuff to, to, to waste today. So that's okay. That's okay. Um, you're Everyone not does super... it differently. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I tend to do it around Three Kings, whether it's the you know the, the Reyes or or the more traditional. It's like typically around then. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So we used to actually do. Uh, fun fact: we used to actually decorate on Christmas Eve. And then take it down by the sixth. Mm-hmm. So we were really traditional when it came to the twelve days of Christmas. We were actually pretty close to being traditional this year. Yeah, we we didn't put stuff up until pretty much right before Christmas. Neat, neat. Just just busy because you know b- between going off to Florida and yeah. Mrs. Mew having some some uh, ear issues with with not being able to hear very well. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but Absolutely. yeah. All right. Um, well, I think yeah. So the only other thing is, is I've I've been it's it's not quite as as uh, structured as your your D and Ds and your Cthulhu's, but I've been flirting with the world of uh, the v- VTM um, and uh, kind of looking into that and reading a lot, a lot about that kind of stuff. And awesome. So awesome. Yeah. Um, so you're looking at uh, Masquerade specifically. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep, learning about the different clans and all that kind of stuff, and it is extremely detailed. And I'm amazed at just how well they've used, um, piloted it alongside actual history. Um, right. if you are ever looking for a really good actual play, they did two seasons. Um, the Old Ways podcast did uh, San Francisco by Night. Um, so they did two storylines. Um, really good, really, really well. Um, well-produced podcast. I highly suggest it. Okay. Uh, that's my list. I also found a uh, an interesting YouTube video that someone put together of, you know, hey, so you're a new blood, and it is really well done, and it gives you a nice little introduction to how things are. So cool. I'll be watching that over time. It's like a two-hour two movie that someone put together as a fan thing. So 
Nice, nice. But yeah, it's nice to be able to. It's it's not like I said. It's not quite as structured as you do. Hey, let's meet up and roll dice. Like no, it's kind of like you go to like a, an online thing and like dice is built into that. You push this button, rolls a dice, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, excellent, excellent. So definitely yeah. report back on that because that is a system where I've made many characters. Yes. Oh, interesting. And never played. Nope. <laughs> that is the that is my curse. Yep. Yeah, but I can I can see why. Like I said, I, I looked at all the clans. It's like, wow, they really thought out. Like, here's the three I mean, things yeah. you get, but here's your bane. Here's yep. your your obsession. Yeah. Like, it's like it's like yes, good and bad. And here's how you what happens when you mix these two things together. And yep, yep. Here's here's how you can add things to it. And it's like it's like oh, you can learn from other clans, learn their abilities. Oh, there's a reason why you learn this ability from this clan. Like it's exactly yep, absolutely yeah. No, it is really really detailed. Yeah, really detailed. It's amazing, and the people that are into it are into it. Into yeah, they very <laughs> much are. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of a lot where the LARP comes from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So yeah. so yeah, very cool, awesome. Well, any more news to report, my friends? I think that's enough for one day. I, I yeah. think that is as well. Oh, uh, just a quick Nomads update. Uh, even though it wasn't an MMO. Uh, Cities of Heroes has been granted uh, a license. NC Soft granted a fan-run organization, private server, private server, essentially rights to continue running and updating City of Heroes. So they're going to add new content and all kinds nice. of fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, excellent. So keep an eye out Very for that. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that is our show for tonight. Chat room. Do you want to go ahead and start suggesting some titles? Um, I want to thank us for joining us. <laughs> um, Thanks, and us. for fantastic 2023 and an even better 2024. Yep. All right. If you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at AIE-guild.org. You can find us on the AIE Discord and other non-Twitter social media. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website at AIE-guild.org. Just look for the podcast live stream link and also the link to our Discord server. For past episodes, you can find them on our YouTube channel. Just look for The AIE Podcast. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, andrewallenmusic.com. And if you have any segments that you would like to add to the end here, this is where we would put them. Uh, if you want to give us an update on your D&D session or, you know, maybe your Star Wars session has gone crazy. And you just have to tell somebody and record it for us. Send it our yeah. way. As long as it's around, you know, a minute and a half or so, uh, we, we would, oh, excuse me, love to add it to the end here. Um, and, uh, and, you know, let the guild at large see what you've been up to. Awesome. And next time we'll be talking to relevant guests about relevant game. Um, obviously, you know, the updates, we had a bunch of really real games that are going to, uh, um, have some updates coming up, patches dropping, new things happening. So we're going to see if we can't find someone to talk about something there. So until then, AIE, this is Makala. This is Tetsemi. This is Mukau. And this has been the AIE podcast.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. <laughs>